Hi, everyone, and welcome to You File Your Taxes Your Way podcast with Jerry and Lisa. And today, what we're going to be talking about are last minute tax tips for those of you who haven't filed yet, who are scrambling a little bit, or looking for any kind of additional information. We're here to help today. So, first thing we're going to talk about is one of our tax tips, which is gathering our documents, have everything in order. So, Jerry, what more do you have to say perhaps on the subject? All right, thanks, Lisa. So, of course, you know, my, my pro tip to everybody uh, when it comes to uh, taxes in general, you might say to yourself, well, you don't have to be a tax expert to really, you know, uh, get, get my maximum refund possible to get the best return that I can possible. The answer is really no. You know, my, my experience, yes. okay, when it comes to preparing tax returns, okay, I, over the years that I've prepared is the, the biggest tip I can give all of you right now in this mm-hmm. podcast is to get organized. Okay. okay? It's, you know, it's amazing how many credits or deductions people miss because they're missing their documents. Right. Okay. They're missing a receipt. All right. They're missing some sort of slip, you know, that they can get something out of. Okay. The typical example is really medical receipts and donations. Okay. That's a typical example of what people are missing. Okay. And that's why, you know, the pro tip number one here as you know, as we're starting off this podcast is yeah. get organized. Okay? okay. Get your stuff together, right? Have a folder ready and have all your documents in there. And the reason I say this is because most of our, most of our income slips, they come in you know, at a specific period of time, right? So we're talking about, you know, usually you start getting them January, February, okay? The right. deadline for slips is always the end of February. Okay. And that's why by, by I would say, mid-March, you usually have all your slips. Right. Usually. Now, there's some exceptions, okay? Like in everything in taxation. Right? <laughs> there's always exceptions to something, okay? Right. But in general, by mid-March, you've got all your income slips, all your income, uh, basically your income slips. Anything that is income on your return, you usually mm-hmm. have by mid-March, unless you're self-employed, for example. That's okay. totally different. Okay. Okay, but your expenses, yes. like medical, mm-hmm. like donations, these are not official government forms. Right. These are receipts that you get when you incur the expense, when you actually spend for the expense. So you go to your dentist, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You get a cleaning. Well, your dentist gives you a receipt right then and there. And what do most of us do with those receipts? We chuck them somewhere. <laughs> we just throw them somewhere. We put them in a pile and then all of a sudden right. we start cleaning up, right? And we just get rid of it, okay? Right. Right. So this is money that you're leaving on the table, right. okay? So that's why it's so important. And this, this is the tax tip, you know, the biggest tax tip I could give to anybody, okay? Yeah. Is to get organized. Gather your documents. Get everything ready in one pile, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in when in doubt, yes. if you're debating whether a receipt that you have is eligible or not, put it in the pile Okay. and figure it out later. Okay. Figure it out and sort it out later. Okay. But key is gather your documents like you mentioned Mm -hmm. and get organized. Okay. That's, that's the, that's really the biggest tax tip I can give to anybody. Right. And if our listeners already have all that information handy, then the best thing for them to do is either have like a little folder to put it in and then they can have everything accessible to them. And if they're receiving the forms in advance, then at that point, there's no excuse now to be organized. Exactly. You're going to have your folder there, your tax folder, just stick it in there. When in doubt, just stick it in there and sort it later. Okay. Okay? Perfect. One of the questions that I have um, is, and I'm sure this is applicable to some of the listeners, uh, is, is it better to have one sitting where you're sitting down, you're filling out all that information or 
you know, should I put it in a pile, take an hour here, take an hour there and put it together? What do you think would be the best option there? All right, so this will be our tip number two, right? Okay. That we would give everybody, okay? So let's start off with tip number two. It, what we recommend is do this all in one sitting. Okay. Okay, you are in a tax mode at that point, all right? You're in the zone at that point where you're producing your returns, okay? Right. So your best bet is to, is to do this in one sitting. And, and the main reason for that this- That sounds like torture. I know, isn't it? And you know, tax zone. Where did I come up with these terms? Anyways, I think I'm, I think I'm a little too, too uh, excited about- You're involved in I'm too right involved now. in taxes, right? So I think that's why I call it the zone, you know? But, <laughs> but in the end, you know, in all seriousness, uh, the, the reason why you want to do this all in one sitting is because you don't want to go back and figure out what your scenario is every single time. Right. So if you do this in three sittings, mm -hmm. okay, let's say you, know, you do a portion of your work in one sitting, leave, now go do, your, uh, go do your work again in a second sitting. Now you got to remember what you did in the first one. Yeah. you got to go back and see, oh, did I enter this? Did I put in that? Uh, did I make sure to claim that? If you're doing this all in one sitting, mm -hmm. okay, you, you know exactly what is on your return right away. Right. Okay. Right. So your best bet is to just, you know, just dedicate some time, sit down, okay, sit down and commit to it for that one hour, for example. Right. Most standard tax returns when you're producing, you know, with your, with with a you know consumer okay. software like you file, for example, yes. even family returns, they should not take more than an hour. Okay. Okay. I mean, the most most Canadians have very basic returns. Yes. Okay. They got you know maybe some employment income. They got some donations. Maybe some RSP receipts. Medical. Uh, they got some medical. Uh, you know, they got children maybe with uh, with childcare expenses. Yes. You know, beyond that, there's not much more to enter. You know, for most Canadians. Okay. Right. I don't think most Canadians have you know flow through shares and you know really complex you tax scenarios like yeah you never know maybe we'll do a podcast on that <laughs> and then I will put you all to sleep. <laughs> If I do a whole podcast on flow through shares, I can tell you that much. But point is, since you're there, since you've yeah. already started the process, yeah. finish off the process right then and there. Okay, you don't want to go back and repeat the work you've already done. Okay, no. you're just doubling up your work and you're going to double up the time yeah. of producing your return. So in one sitting, produce your return. Okay, perfect. That's great. And in the digital era, a lot of people are choosing, obviously, to use softwares like UFile where they're able to send it electronically. But we also have the paper option. What would you suggest for our listeners today? Well, considering that I'm hopelessly biased when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to this thing, obviously I would, I, would, I would say do it digitally for several reasons, okay? And whether you're using UFile or something else, right. okay, I would still recommend do it digitally for, for several Why? reasons. Okay, for one, you have a software package that guides you in producing your return and makes sure that you haven't missed anything when it comes to your tax return. That's number one, okay? Through right. UFILE's interview process, okay, we guide you through your return, we ask you questions that mm -hmm. you answer, mm -hmm. and then UFILE will find the specific deductions and credits that you need, okay? Right. And we'll even give you ideas. Let's say you missed a few credits or some deductions, mm -hmm. it'll actually tell you this in an area that we call a tax savings ideas, oh, okay? So, so it helps. Now, the other reason why you wanna do it digitally it's for one simple reason. That's the reason yeah. why you're listening to this podcast. Okay. What, what's the podcast called again? Your taxes your way. No. What's this one specifically? <laughs> Last minute taxes. Last minute. Right. Okay. So if you're here and you haven't filed your return, well, you are last minute. Uh -oh. Okay. You're really now at the crunch, you know, this, this crunch time. And remember that your deadline is April 30th. Right. It doesn't matter what excuse you might have. Okay, for filing late. The government okay, doesn't. the government does not care. The government has given you since I would say, let's say mid March. By the time you got your slips, okay. Right. So you have you've had since mid March to produce your return. Like I said, it's an hour of your time usually. Okay, so there's really no excuse. You no. have to file by April thirtieth. Okay. Right. And do that 
do that tight deadline, tight now, today, because how many days we have left at this we point? Have eight days. We have eight days left as of this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Then your deadline is tight, so you would want to use a service like NetFile, right? right. Uh, the electronic filing of the return. Okay. And the reason for this is that it's an instant transmission okay. and it's an instant confirmation by the okay. CRA. Okay. If you're in Quebec, Revenue Quebec has a similar uh, has a similar program as well. Right. Okay. So so the moment you transmit, you get an instant confirmation, and the date stamp is when the government has received the return digitally. Perfect. So no needing to wait for it to be approved by mail, getting lost in translation somewhere there. It's done as soon as you submit it. As soon as you get that confirmation, you know it's in good hands and you can always refer back to that number. Exactly, now you're covered, okay? Right. And which means, and why is it so important to follow by the deadline, okay? The deadline means that if you owe the government money, yes. okay, beyond April 30th, well, there's two things that are gonna happen. If you don't file your return, you're gonna be slapped with penalties, uh -oh. okay? And the penalties are very simple. It'll be 5% off the top on your amount owing the moment you're late, okay. which means midnight, 01 May 1st. It starts accumulating. Okay, it starts, so it's 5% right off the bat. Right. Okay, and then it is 1% per month that you are late okay. following your return. So there's really this money that is unnecessarily given to the government. So don't do it. Now, if you have a refund, there's no penalty. Okay. Okay, okay there's no penalty at that point, okay? If there's a refund. But again, you know, what I what I counter with a refund, where I hear a lot of people in my inner circle, for example, say, oh, well, I got a refund. I can wait till, you know, midsummer. It's true. You can. Okay. But I'll, I'll, but what, what are you doing, essentially, if the government owes you money and you haven't asked for it? Right. What you've essentially done is you've given the government an interest-free loan. Hmm. Which That's, they're not doing for you. Exactly. Number right. one. Number right. two, let's, let's put an analogy. If you walk down the street tomorrow, would you give a loan to a perfect stranger on the street? Well, interest I, free? I would. I don't know about you. You would. Well, well you're charitable. We should, do what we should do. The next podcast should be about that. I'm not. I'm an old-fashioned guy. I want my money. You know, I want my money. So, so at that point, right. nobody would walk down the street and give somebody, a total stranger, an interest-free loan. So why would you do that to the government? Why right. would you do that with the government, right? right? Why would you allow them to keep your money? This is your money. Your money. Yeah, you, they you owe you this. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So you might as well claim your money, all right, okay. and and put it to use. Invest it. Go on a vacation. You know, do do whatever you want with it. Okay. It's better in your pocket than in theirs. Okay. And that's the whole point. And that's why doing it digitally, and that's the other advantage as well. When you net file your return. Yes. When you net file your return, you also have a processing of your return that is quicker. Okay, okay, so if you mail it, sometimes it can take six to eight weeks before the government actually processes your return. Okay, so it's imagine a decent amount of time. it's a decent amount of time, right? right? I mean, that's you know, it's a month and a half, two months that you're waiting for your refund, an amount right. that's owed to you. Meanwhile, if you do it digitally, in other words, you net file your return, your processing will be usually seven to ten days. Okay, okay, it's huge difference. Okay, so it's not even debatable. Okay, right. it's not even debatable. I mean, that's the, the I mean, it's a tip here, but really, it's almost like a common it's almost sense. like a rule. It's common sense. It's a rule now. Okay, do it digitally and use software like Ufile, of course, shameless plug, and <laughs> and you know allow the program to find all the proper deductions for you. Okay, perfect. So let's give an example. If I'm filing out my taxes, I'm doing it on time, I'm gonna do it electronically. If I have any questions while I'm going through my documentation, if I'm unclear about something, what's the one piece of documentation or maybe two pieces that I need to have at my desk with me at that time? Okay, so so there's there's really, there's two things. That would be, I guess you could say, uh, tips four and five. I would say like we could almost combine them, okay? Yes. So tip number four, at least according to my book, 
Okay, would be to hide the, to have the general guide handy. Okay. General. Okay. So the general guide is a guide that the government produces every single year. Mm -hmm. That's a line by line guide. Mm -hmm. That essentially it, the name says it all. It's right. a guide that helps you in producing your tax return. Okay. okay. So you can get a paper copy. They usually, if you go to the post office, you'll find it. Right. Okay. Or you go online. Okay. Just you know, just go to the CRA website, type in general guide. Right. And they'll and they'll give you the guide. Okay. So my recommendation to everybody who's listening right now is have the guide handy next to you, Perfect. okay? As you're producing your return. Because if you have the guide next to you, if you have any questions as to, well, is this deductible? Can I claim this credit? Right. Do I have to declare this income? The guide will give you the answers to those questions. Right. Okay, so instead of trying to call the CRA, for example, and waiting on the line for God knows how long. Right. Okay, I mean, let's not, you know, it's not, it's not to, you know, it's not to be negative about it. It's just that they are very busy. Right. And it's chances, the end of tax season. It's the end of tax they, season. And they, they should be. And they're getting a lot of calls. So right. chances are you'll be waiting half an hour to an hour, okay? Right. Uh, a lot of times on the call center line. Right. So the guide can answer a lot of those questions. So instead right. of you having to wait on the line and getting frustrated by the time the agent gets on the phone, right. we'll have the guide next to you. And then whatever questions you might have, just find the line number yep. that is relevant to whatever question you have and read it. Nine times out of 10, you'll get your answer in the guide. Okay, so again, you can go to the CRA it's website. Detailed. It's very detailed and very handy. Okay, yeah. it's very easy to read. It's not, it's not, you know, uh, it's exactly, there's the term. <laughs> you just took it right out of my mouth. That's the term that, that we like to use here is not tax and ease. All right, and it's true because I mean, a lot of the language in the Income Tax Act is very technical, right? Okay? right. But the guide synthesizes it in a way that it's easy to read, okay? It's general language and it really helps you along the way. It's really meant for the everyday person who's not a tax expert, okay? It's really designed for everybody. Right, and this goes back also to our first tip, right? If you're gonna plan on doing it in one sitting, have all the documents ready with you, right? It's gonna save you a lot of time in the end and a lot of frustration, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So that way, you know, so, so if we go through the tips that we did, right? Mm -hmm. So we produce in one sitting, right? We gather all of our documents and the documents meaning you're also gathering the guide as well right. at the same time. That way in that one sitting, you've got everything that you need. But there's still one thing that we didn't mention yet okay. that's missing. And that's our tip number five. Which is? Okay, our tip number five is to have a copy of your previous year's tax return with you. Okay, why would um, we want to do that? Okay, we want to do that because usually our tax situation does not change dramatically from one year to the next. Okay. okay. You know, if we're stable in our jobs, in our careers, in our family situation, okay, then chances are your return from one year to the next is very, very similar. Okay. So because of that, what the copy of your previous year's return will do is that it might find, well, you might find that you're missing information right. that was there last year that, that you have to put this year. Okay. Okay. For example, you had three investment receipts, mm -hmm. let's say or three investment slips, like the T5 slips, uh, and all of a sudden you've only got two. Right. What happened, right? right? What's going on? Why am I missing that amount? Right. And that's where last year's return can be handy because last year's return is, is another guide to you yes. to see what you are missing and what should be on your tax return. Mm -hmm. Now, what UFAL does nicely is that it produces a summary okay. that gives you a comparative between the two years. On the same page. <clears throat> on right? the same, yeah, on the same page. So when you're looking at your results in UFILE, yes. you have a T1 comparative summary, as we call it. Mm -hmm. And on that T1 comparative summary, you see, uh, you know, one column will be your current year return, yes. and one column will be your previous year's return. Extremely handy, okay? Right. Go through that and see. So any anomalies, then you'll be able to point them out right away. Exactly. So anomalies meaning there's an amount on this line last year and it's not there this year. That's one. 
Or another anomaly would be you have an amount that's drastically different right. from one year to the next. Right. Okay. So these are the anomalies you're looking for. And then you resolve them. You know, you say, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's true. You know, my, maybe I'm missing a 35 because in the end, my dividend income was a lot higher last year than it is this year. Right. What happened? Right. Start asking those questions so you avoid costly mistakes on your return. Okay, and that's another, you know, again, that's a, that's a hugely important document that you can have, okay? So again, have a copy handy, and yeah. when you go to the results, the program shows you a line-by-line -line comparative. You follow especially, we'll show you a line-by-line -line comparative to show you what you had last year compared to what you have this year. Perfect, perfect. So that brings us to our last tax tip that we're going to talk about. So if I filed everything on time, everything smooth, I'm referring to the guide, I filed it electronically, I come to the end, what should I do in order to prepare myself for next year? So for next year, we go back to the first tip. Right. It's almost like we're doing a loop now, right? right? So we're going back to the first tip, which was to gather documents. In other words, get organized, start planning. Right. And the way you plan, to me, is the simplest way okay, to do it, is to essentially have, a, you create a folder. Right. All right, you create a folder where you stick all the potential tax documents in there. Yeah. Okay, and don't be shy to throw in things that you're kind of on the fence, but you're not sure. Yeah, you'll have time to check them out afterwards, right? Exactly. Yeah, the whole year, pretty much, to prepare. Even if you don't have the necessary forms that come to you in March, like we said, you can still have access to the documentation from last year and start planning your year and be proactive. Exactly, exactly. And that's the, that's the whole point of it, you know? So that way you're not stuck listening to another podcast like this one, trying to get <laughs> organized, okay? <laughs> In this case, what you could do is you could, uh, you could be ready now. You're gonna have your folder ready. You can sort them afterwards. Whatever receipts are eligible and non-eligible by using the guide, for example. The guide will give you a good idea of this. And by planning now, because remember, you're getting these receipts now, okay? Your dentist can be in July. Right. So the receipts coming out in July, it's not going to come next year no. by the month of March like your income, like your income slips. Right. OK. It doesn't work that way. All your eligible receipts when it comes to your when it comes to your eligible expenses. Yes. They're done throughout the year. It's not in one specific period like your income slips. Right. So hugely important, okay, hugely important that you start getting organized now. Now, I realize when you're done your return, you don't want to think about it anymore. You no. just want to cut the check, cash it. And be done with it. And be done with it. Go on your vacations. Go do whatever you, you would want to do. Right. But by just planning it out, just by creating a little folder in five minutes mm -hmm. and calling your tax folder for the year. Right. And then you start sticking documents that you think are eligible. Yeah. That will save you time next year. Make okay? it a habit, right? Make a habit of keeping those receipts. Absolutely. And that's and that's the extra tip of the day, I guess you could say it, okay? And it, lo it loops back to the gathering of documents. I can't stress that enough, okay? I can't stress the fact of organization is your greatest tool when it comes to your tax return. It's right. not the new credit the government is announcing for you, okay? Where you might save 40 bucks right. on your return. Your biggest ally when it comes to your tax return is to get organized, okay? To have all your documents ready right. when you are filing your return. Great. Well, thank you very much, Jerry, for all these tax tips. I'm sure it's been helpful to each and every one of our listeners. And to those of you who are filing last minute, good luck and happy end of tax season. Bye.